Welcome to the Becoming More Significant podcast. And this is all about helping you to become more visible, more credible, and ultimately more profitable by becoming more significant. And you have a smorgasbord of offerings to tap into. So over 50 wonderful podcast conversations with incredibly inspiring guests, each of whom are being truly significant in the world. And they're sharing wisdom and insights that helps them to continually have an ongoing impact in the world by being ever more significant. Then I have 10 Wisdom and Insights episodes where I have captured the golden nuggets from those conversations. And in each Wisdom and Insights episode, I share from either five or six episodes, the key learnings, the insights, and the practical actions that we can all take right now to become more significant in the world. And then my third offering is some snapshots of the learning that I have been doing over the last few years. I am a learning junkie. I'm constantly keyed into audiobooks, to podcasts, to TED Talks, to online courses, to mentoring. And I'm learning so much all the time that I'm sharing with my clients. And so I want to do that through the podcast platform as well. So I will be putting together very short, probably 15, 20 minute sessions on key learnings and again, key actions that can help us all to become more focused, tap into more of our potential and make a real and lasting difference in the world. So lots to choose from. And thank you so many of you for supporting the podcast over the last couple of years. It's been great to have you on board. And long may you continue to tap into the wisdom and gems of the Becoming More Significant podcast. Wherever you are today, I hope you're shining brightly. Have a great day. Episode 60, Wisdom and Insights. This episode is when I look back on the last six conversations and pull together the key insights from my incredible guests and expand on the learnings from each one with practical actions we can all take right now to become a more empowered, impactful and significant version of ourselves. I also add a suggested top three actions at the end of this episode that you can take to make a real and lasting difference in your life and in the world at large. So the first episode that I want to talk about is episode 54 with the incredible Andrina Leanne. And it was entitled Action Breaks Silence. Andrina is an out and proud lesbian, a lived experience speaker. She has a writing workshop and she is a poet who writes and performs poetry to come to terms with and speak about her personal experiences with homelessness, mental health, childhood sexual abuse 
identity, relationships, and many other challenges she has faced in her life. She is the founder of Poetry LGBT Open Mic Nights, which is a welcoming and inclusive space for the whole of the LGBT community to come together, share their stuff, and express themselves. She also runs weekly writing workshops called Speak Your Truth, where everyone is welcome and no one is judged. Andrina was sexually abused from the age of five by her mother's boyfriend. In December 2019, she decided to speak her truth after being silent about it for 30 years. She wrote a poem about it and shared it on the Survivors Trust website. She said, I just felt I needed to leave my job and go into 2020 talking about my experience because there are so many difficult things I've been through, like mental health, childhood abuse, homelessness, etc. By speaking about it, it's empowering me to help others to speak about their difficulties. And the more I speak about it, the more other people say, I too am one in four. That too has happened to me. And when you hear what other people are going through, you feel less alone. Andrina is sharing her lived experience in a way that is relatable to others, both through the spoken word and through her poetry. Her debut poetry collection, Chard, was published by Team Angelica in 2020 and has been shortlisted for a Polari First Book Prize. So how are you sharing your lived experiences? What have been the most defining times of your life? What's your story? I remember being asked that third question, what's your story? After I'd done a couple of presentations at the Professional Speaking Association. And I honestly said, I don't have a story. I'd heard amazing stories of people being stranded on Everest in the avalanche triggered by the Nepal earthquake that killed over 9,000 people. Another speaker told her story of being attacked and left for dead in Borneo. Nothing like that had ever happened to me. I truly believed that nobody would be interested in my life. However, when I took some time to reflect on this, and asked myself some deep and searching questions, I realized that everything I do now is based on my strict Baptist upbringing and my oppressive first marriage to a psychological bully. It took courage to share my story as I had been conditioned from childhood that it's rude to talk about yourself. However, when I saw how my experiences resonated with others, and also subconsciously gave them permission to speak up about their lives, I realized the incredible power of real life stories and how it adds such deep authenticity to everything we do. So how are you sharing your story right now? Why do you do what you do? What has led you to this phase of your life? What could you share that would inspire others to step up, speak up, rise up. Episode 55 was with the incredible Joel Foster, the founder of Reebok. 
And Joe was born with the DNA of an improver in his veins. Joe's grandfather was the founder of J.W. Foster and Sons Athletic Shoes, and he was the inventor of the spiked running shoe and the trainer. Joe and his late brother Jeff were born into the J.W. Foster and family business. But on their return, after two years away from home on national service in 1955, they saw a business still rooted in the 1930s. Their father and uncle spent more time feuding than collaborating. So in 1958, Joe and Jeff left the foster business to set up a new sports shoe company, which then became Reebok. After many years of trying to break into the American market, they entered America with three five-star shoes. And that was the hook that led to their phenomenal success. Joe said, we were young, undefeatable. What could go wrong? Nobody's told you what can go wrong. So you've got to believe in yourself because that's what an entrepreneur does. Take the risk. Doesn't matter if it fails. I failed at least six times to get into America. I could have given up. No, every time there's a lesson there and it's how to handle it. Don't try to take it head on. Find a way around it. Head on is for people who want to just throw a lot of money on it. If you are an entrepreneur, you'll have ideas, you'll have energy and you'll have spirit. I hear this message so often and it's reinforced by so many inventors. When a reporter asked Thomas Edison, how did it feel to fail a thousand times? Edison famously replied, I didn't fail a thousand times. The light bulb was an invention of a thousand steps. What a lovely perception. Also, James Dyson said, failure is interesting. It's part of making progress. You never learn from success, but you do learn from failure. When I created the dual cyclone vacuum, I started out with a simple idea. And by the end, it got more audacious and interesting. I got to a place I never could have imagined because I learned what worked and what didn't work. We have to embrace failure and almost get a kick out of it, not in a perverse way, but in a problem-solving way. Life is a mountain of solvable problems, and I enjoy that. So how do you react to failure? Do you give up or do you brush yourself off and try again? Do you enlist help? A lot of successes have been just that last push when you're almost ready to give up. And we've all seen that cartoon of men drilling through a wall and giving up when they're just a centimeter from breaking through. Do you know, when we stretch out of our comfort zone into unfamiliar territory, we'll actually feel the fear of the unknown. But that's a sign that we're stretching and that means that we're growing. And I always say to my clients, if you have not been scared recently, you are playing life too safe. So welcome the fear and know that it is a precursor to your evolution and growth into a stronger and more impactful version of you. 
Episode 56 was by Angela Burton, and it was Why Writing Your Story Matters. Angela is the founder and chief writing motivator of Feet to the Fire Writers Workshop, a creative program that inspires older adults to challenge themselves through expressive writing. Burton said, I turned 50. 50 is a very important turning point for people. I felt like, am I doing everything I was supposed to do in my life? Am I really doing something purposeful and meaningful that's going to be remembered long after I'm gone? I decided that I wasn't happy with the way things were proceeding. So I just started Feet to the Fire Writers Workshops in my living room around the fireplace. I wanted it to be intimate. I wanted it to be an experience that people would value. And it was literally a passion project. We are driven by our social mission to provide a meaningful way for people to express themselves through writing. The research tells us that writing is a useful tool for improving social and emotional and cognitive well-being. With the tragedy of a global pandemic, we know that people need resources such as ours, to help them feel connected and heard, to bring them self-awareness and purpose, and to support their mental well-being as they age. We simply could not give up, rather move forward at a time when what we do is sorely needed. Angela went on to say, I think that this whole journey that I'm in, meeting people and learning about their lives and helping them, inspiring them to write those stories down. It's a gift. I'm able to give them a gift that they will have and that they will leave for their families. But it's also something really important that they will have while they're alive. So being able to do that is realizing a dream that I never knew I had, but it's probably and inherently my path in life. I believe we all have a path in life and we are lucky if we find it. There's an old saying, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life again. I absolutely love what I do. And people will always need to find themselves in their stories. And there's that message again, the power of telling your stories. It brings back so many precious memories that would be otherwise lost forever. It makes sense of your life and the impact you've had on others along the way. What a brilliant way, too, for the elderly to capture their unique magic for future generations and to relive so many special times that had long been forgotten. I was so delighted that my niece had had the foresight to interview my mother before she slipped into the abyss of Alzheimer's. I had so much rich material to share in her eulogy, but I hadn't known about her remarkable life and it made this celebration of her life so much more special for the family and for everybody that attended her funeral. Episode 57 was with the incredible Dr Poonam Malik and it was called Time for Action. Poonam is a board member in Scottish Enterprise and Head of Investments and also in the University of Strathclyde. Poonam Malik is an entrepreneur, academic business strategy leader and an investor in innovation. 
She has extensive experience of working in research, innovation, enterprise, governance, health and business sectors globally. And she brings expertise in life sciences, biotech, health, digital and medical technology businesses. She's passionate about diversity, equality, inclusive values and climate change. She is a syndicate investor with Investing Women Angels and board level advisor, chair and consultant for technology startups. I did ask her if she ever sleeps. Poonam said, I'm a very strong vocal champion for diversity and women's causes. And I invest in Investing Women's Angels. Data shows that we're not as equal as we thought or as we would like to be. So there is perception and then there is stark reality on the investment side that less than 2% of venture capital goes to women founders. And no wonder that when women form businesses, they can't scale because they can't access support and funding. As a climate change champion, Poonam said, this year, the world's eyes are on Glasgow for COP26. This is the year when we have to make the world leaders agree to something that keeps the world temperature down to 1.5 degrees. It's not somebody else's backyard problem. It's reaching here. It's reaching everywhere. So now is the time to take action. And the leaders need to align to reach the net zero targets that are being set. Poonam is a woman of action with incredible energy and dedication to the causes she is passionate about. Incredibly bright, she has a complete grasp of major issues impacting our planet and she takes action to make the world a better place. She also lends her invaluable support to businesswomen, startups and minority groups. Poonam is being truly significant in the world and living her legacy right now. So I want to ask you, how are you becoming more significant in both your business and personal life? What's the lasting impact you are making in the world right now? How are you continually evolving into a more impactful version of yourself? It reminds me of that famous quote by Norman Norman Mailer. Every moment of one's existence, one is growing into more or retreating into less. Where are you? Episode 58 was with the effervescent Russell Wardrobe of Kissing with Confidence. Russell is a short, broad Glaswegian from my hometown, so we had no language barriers. He teaches skills and behaviours of the rainmaker. He's a chartered architect by trade and a former academic. 20 years ago, he co-founded Kissing with Confidence, teaching public speaking, his first love. Three hours in front of 400 people with a flip chart and a pen, he said, is better than golf. An outstanding facilitator, mentor and speaker as CEO of Kissing with Confidence, he is the creative driving force behind the development of Pitchmaker, Rainmaker and Teammaker. And he said, Rainmakers are risk takers and it's time to go for it. Fail fast and fail early. If you're not trying things and failing, you are not risking enough. 
You're never more alive than when you're challenged, when all your chips are in the middle and you await the turn of the last card, when there's everything to play for. There's that powerful message again, the thrill of stretching, the adrenaline rush when you have walked through your fear and the sheer joy of stepping into a more empowered version of you. Beyond wherever you are lies an infinite well of potential that would absolutely astound you. So dive right in and relish the most exciting journey of your life. I also love this powerful message from Russell. He said, practice acceptance. There will always be someone taller, thinner, richer and better looking than you. I find it really easy to be mindfully content. What are the things that put you in a good place? Look out for those small moments of joy rather than the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I love the impact of writing five things I'm grateful for every morning. It sets me up for the day and it makes me focus on those wonderful small moments of joy. Just love that, that phrase. So what are you grateful for today? It doesn't need to be anything major. It can be as simple as a hot cup of tea, a comfortable bed or a smile from a stranger. When we start to savour those small moments of joy, it's amazing how much the bigger moments also start to appear, almost as if by magic. And finally today, episode 59, Courtney Louise Lawrence, Oh, so niche. Courtney is the founder of the South African brand Osunish, oh a platform dedicated entirely to self-love and self-care to empower and enlighten women through a journey of healing, confidence and community support. After years of doing what she was supposed to do and finding herself working through various cases of trauma and mental health issues, Courtney quit her day job during the global pandemic. She took a leap of faith into entrepreneurship and found her passion and reason for being. One of the aims of Also Niche is to break the stigma of conforming to societal standards, as well as the perceptions around mental health. Their purpose is to enable and encourage people to walk away from anything that's no longer serving them with courage, dignity and confidence and to live a life of passion and purpose. Courtney said, we want to make sure that everyone at some point gets on this path because it's a path of healing. It's a path of community. It's a path of support. And we want people to carry that forwards. Courtney's business is inspired by her own personal and working experience, where she was expected to conform to a very patriarchal culture and ended up being very undervalued and deeply unfulfilled. She's only recently found the courage to tell her story and to use her lived experience to create a thriving business that she is passionate about. She is literally bringing hope and joy to women who are going through similar experiences to her own. And she's reaching out to them from a place of real authenticity, having survived through major traumas, 
suppression and mental illness. Once again, this reinforces the power of sharing our stories and deeply resonating with others and showing there is a light at the end of that proverbial tunnel. Everything I do in my business stems from my own life experiences and my personal story of deep suppression and of shrinking into insignificance. I totally understand how it feels to have lost your identity, to feel you haven't got a voice or that you are invisible. I vowed when I was in my darkest place that when I got out, I wanted to help people who were suppressed for whatever reason to step into their inherent power and to rediscover the brilliance that lies in all of us. I am loving the real transformation I'm seeing in everyone I'm working with. And I want to devote more time to this valuable work of empowering people to become more significant in their work and lives. On that note, I want to say that I'm now taking a break from podcasting. I have loved talking to all my wonderful guests and delving into their fascinating lives. And it has been such a great way to widen my network of amazing contacts and to stay connected during the pandemic. However, podcasting, as you may understand, is very time consuming. And my first love is transforming lives through speaking, training, coaching and writing. And I feel called to devote more time and energy and brain power to this incredibly rewarding work. My top three actions from this episode are tell your story. What makes you who you are today? Why do you do what you do? Share with others and just watch how it resonates with them and watch those light bulb moments as they appear and the recognition in their eyes. Secondly, stretch out of your comfort zone every week. Do something that scares you and watch how you evolve and grow. And then thirdly, take time to appreciate the small moments of joy every day. An attitude of gratitude brings joy to everyone you interact with. If you'd like to connect with me, if you'd like to have a completely no obligation conversation, just book a call with me on calendly.com forward slash Sylvia Baldock. And together, let's make this next phase of your life the most significant ever. Wherever you are today, take care.